when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. It feels like I'm at, at either the dentist or the eye doctor when they have like every time you go to the eye doctor, there's like a new gadget that oh, yeah. they have. That's Do you have the, mic one or mic two. That's what this mic one or mic two. Well, God, I'm sorry, I'm distracted because sorry, you're, no, I see if you can't if you can't tell me exactly the, which one is better, <laughs> then we're we're gonna have to just uh, like give you some like, Coke sorry, bottle glasses. Sorry, I'm overwhelmed because I just realized that your water glass is hidden in the secret space, and I love it. I hate it so. Oh, he just did it again. He pulled it out from the side. Okay, so. So this is a big day for us. Why is that? Um, Because we are approaching the holiday season. (laughs) Okay. um, And, uh, I mean, Santa, I mean, first of all, it's a big day because Santa is is watching us at all times. Oh, you know, sort of creepy. That's a little Italian possessive neighbor of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, he sees he sees what you've been doing and okay. has, has been updating his list regularly. Okay. Um, but also because uh, we're both going out of town in the near future, we're recording four episodes today. In one day. So and this is the first one. So, uh, so you'll get the best of us. Over the next three weeks, <laughs> things are going to get Weird. More and more tired yes. and weird. <laughs> but uh, we'll do we'll do our best. Okay, so um, I just have to say that uh, uh, friend Laura of the show, friend and colleague Laura, pointed out that she thinks we're at our best when we read novels we're incredibly disturbed by. So last night on the way home from work, I re-listened to Possessive Italian, uh, Possessive Neighbor. Italian Neighbor. She's right. It's our best episode ever. It's the book was so upsetting. Like it, I think I've been having nightmares about it. Like we did our best work and we're going to pay for it in therapy for years. Yes, no Santa listened to that episode and we are fucked. And we're Jews so we're already <laughs> fucked by Santa. I know. Oh, that's Have my you, new book. The, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so this week's book is called Fucked by Santa. It's yeah, in the, uh, Fucked taken... by a dreidel didn't go over very well. Mm, that's true. Yeah, no, but uh, it's in a series, uh, <laughs> Fucked by Rudolph, <laughs> Fucked by Blitzen. Um... Uh, eight fucks by a menorah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, eight fucks of Hanukkah. Oh, yes. <laughs> Someone please write eight fucks of Hanukkah and give it a hundred, buy a hundred fake reviews on Amazon so we can uh, so we can do it on the show. This book is actually called Half Empty by Catherine Bybee. Wait, back up a second. Which Can is you... what you feel after four nights of Hanukkah. <laughs> back up a second. Uh, you Mike dropped by grabbing your water, I noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I will acknowledge, uh, joke acknowledged. Thank you. Um, whoa. Yes. Totally lost what I was going to say. Cool. No, Half it's Empty not refers to your cool. brain. Oh, okay, keep going. <laughs> by, uh, Half Damn Empty it. by Catherine Bybee. <laughs> Chapter one. Trina Petrov sat on the edge of one of the many canals in Venezia, Italy. How would you say that? Venezia. Uh, Venezia. Drinking an Aperol Spritz and listening oh. to the conversations going on around her while not taking part in a single one. What's an Aperol Spritz? I love Aperol Spritz. It's uh, Aperol, which is uh, like a digestive, mm-hmm. and it's uh, um, soda water. And I believe there is a little bit of uh, Prosecco. So it's like a fizzy, sweet, bitter thing. Yeah, okay. With, with, with or- an orange. Becky's looking up the Aperol Spritz. We're going to give our official Litbic Aperol Spritz recipe. Oh. Look inside this bookclub.com. <laughs> Listening to the conversations going on around her while not taking part in a single one. I got it. I nailed it. Nice. <laughs> exactly right. All right. Good work, bartender Becky. Thank you. 
Eavesdropping had become part of the solo traveling experience, and the best part was when those around her didn't think she understood a single word they said. With three languages fluently under her personal belt, it, and a fourth... No, no, no. You don't need to say personal belt. There's, it's, no, that's it's the expression. Ob- nope, that's not the expression. And now it seems creepy. With something that was not a creepy sentence before, the, now is weird. That is actually one of the reasons I picked this book. Oh, I was I like, reading along, like, okay, first of all, Venezia, and then under her personal belt. So so probably there's nothing left for us in Did this book. Did you we'll read see on or no? Past that? No. Yeah, no, of course not. Oh, no, I did, because my game is based on something that's coming up. Mm. With uh, three languages fluently under her personal belt and a fourth... <laughs> Stop saying that! <laughs> ...quickly becoming a part of her skill set, Trina had returned to this particular cafe because the locals had told her that the tourists didn't frequent it. The personal belt is political. <laughs> <laughs> True that. <laughs> Admittedly, she was a tourist, but was on the quest to immerse herself in the Italian language in an effort to learn when, and, and get the Italian language immersed in her, if you know what I mean. Yeah. When she sat in the larger cafes, she overheard many people speaking English, and if she wanted to eavesdrop on that language, she might as well go home. Venezia wasn't a location picked by accident. Well, I mean, I, I feel like I do this, too. Like no, when I, I know you do it. I've, yeah. been, I've traveled with you. That's true. But you do hang out in Starbucks, but there weren't a lot of actually Americans in the Starbucks. In Japan? Yeah. No. no. I mean, it depends what neighborhood. True. The rough neighborhood had more, had more Americans. <laughs> Venezia wasn't a location picked by accident. Venice, as much of the world called it, was a city of love. Oh, God. <laughs> complete with romantic gondola rides and lovers cuddling on a single seat while the gondoliers swept the small watercraft through the many canals of the famous sinking city. Okay, Which brings I, us to our game. But wait one second. I got to yeah, back up to please. Venice, as many people call it. Yes. Um, it reminds as me of many this, fucking idiots call it. It totally reminds me of the time when I was living back in Washington, D.C., and I met this woman who was the most insufferable sort of person. And she, uh, uh, we were having a taco night, and I had brought over some beans, and I can't even remember what else. And she said, um, Oh, I love what you brought. This is so wonderful, so beautiful. Um, is that cilantro? And and I was like, oh my God, why is she saying that in such an effective manner? Like she was the most white person uh-huh. you could ever see in your life. And then I, she's like, oh, I've been studying Spanish for the last two years. And I, sometimes I just can't say it the way Americans say it. Of course. It. And then uh, we kept talking and I was like, oh, I really don't like this person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, did you get did you get the beans from blah, blah, blah? And she would see. <laughs> I mean, yes. Oh, God. And <laughs> I mean, and the jury acquitted you of her murder <laughs> in like 11 minutes. <laughs> see, I mean, yes. <laughs> oh, adorable. Adorable I, person. I, I love her. Yeah. Um, OK, the game is Venice, as much of the world called it, was a city of love, complete with romantic gondola rides and lovers cuddling on a single seat while the gondolier swept the small watercraft through the many canals of the famous sinking city. Write a similar description of an extremely unromantic city. Bonus points if you've never been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, go, go first. OK. Houston, as much of the world called it, was a city of traditions, complete with oilmen and cattlemen cuddling on horseback on the rural outs- outskirts of the famously oily city. Oh my God, you said oil three times. Mm-hmm. Oil, what say? Oilmen? With oilmen and cattlemen oh, cuddling cattlemen. on horseback on the rural outskirts of the famously oily, oily city. city. Famously oily. Um, <clears throat> Reading, Pennsylvania, <clears throat> as much as the world called it, was the city of pretzels. The shadows in the night kissed along the train tracks, licking the salt off each other's caramelized, naughty breads. 
delighting in their existence as amours in a real-life Monopoly game where it's totally smart to get the railroad cards, like uh-huh. Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, I think, actually, most of the world calls it Reading. Is it? No. <laughs> well, no, that's not, that's oh, not oh, correct. But, pe- like... you know, people, Monopoly players, like the Reading Railroad. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked getting Reading, the Reading Railroad cards. Oh, yeah. Get get Reading is actually their tourist slogan. <laughs> that's all I knew about Reading, Pennsylvania, but I did look it up, and that's when I learned it was the city of pretzels. That is awesome. I thought mm-hmm. Philadelphia was the city of pretzels, but I guess that's pretty close. Maybe Philadelphia pretzels I think it's came the from city of love. Isn't is it? Of brotherly love. brotherly love. Yeah. Well, whoa. That's I think that's Miami <clears throat> Beach. Okay, the, <laughs> I got two more. <laughs> city of industry, as much of the world called it, was a city of industry. That's it. That's very. Uh, is it tautological mm-hmm. or scatological? Both. I always get those confused. Yeah. Detroit was a city that was the city of lust and thirst. <laughs> Complete with peeling paint and bottled water, lovers held hands as they got their lead levels tested. Oh, that's sad. It's funny and political. Tacoma, as much of the world called it, was a city of aromas. Complete with <laughs> yes. super fun sites, smelters, and manure depots nestled side by side with, oh, who am I kidding? It's so much cheaper and cooler than Seattle. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Chelmsford, Essex, as many of their women called it, <laughs> is a city of pathetic non-romantics, according to a study which polled 1,500 women in long-term relationships and found that a staggering 79% said their partner was not romantic in the slightest. Similarly, more than half described their spouse as useless when it came to matters of the heart. Is, is this, this true? Yeah, well. Was, How did this, you find this? I uh, looked up least romantic cities. <laughs> Excellent. And Chelmsford, Essex came out. Came is that in England? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think of England as being especially romantic. Well, I don't know. I, I do watch, uh, we've talked about this on the show before, Poldark. Have you ever watched Poldark? Okay, at first I, heard, I thought you said pole dark. P-O-L-D-A-R-K. Oh, you did say pole dark. What the hell? No, I have never heard of this. Pole dark is the name of the main character of the show Pole Dark, which is oh. set in Cornwall and is a show about a uh, guy in the 18th century, a handsome guy who spends all of his time um, gazing out. Gazing? Uh, Gaze! Yes. Sorry. Ga- <laughs> gazing out on the cliffs uh, over the sea, uh, standing on a cliff, sometimes on horseback, sometimes not. Um, mm. and, clips uh, of Dover? and he's very conflicted because uh, all these beautiful women want to get with him. Mm. Did you say this is, takes place in Cornhole? <clears throat> Cornhole, England. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, got any more? Oh, that's it. All right. Me too. And it's, yeah, ba-doop, ba-doop, ba-doop. With couples dominating the <laughs> landscape, Trina hadn't found herself the target of unwanted male Venetia, attention. or ba-doop, 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 as Matthew calls it. <laughs> that's, that's the sound of a gondolier gondoling along. Gondoling. Ba-doop, 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 ba-doop. Yeah, totally. I was, I've been to Venice, and I've been uh, on a gondola, and mm-hmm. I definitely heard ba-doop, ba-doop, ba-doop. Did, did you and your wife go together? And if so, did you share a single seat and cuddle so close that you melted into each other in the world's most, most romantic city? Yes. Cool. Uh, Trina hadn't found herself the target of unwanted male attention. It helped that she often played with the four-carat diamond wedding ring she usually wore when traveling. That's that's a kind of a. I mean, maybe she's divorced, but maybe maybe she just bought herself mm-hmm. like a like a major rock. Playing with it, did she say? Mm-hmm. 
Does that mean like tw- twirling it around or, or something more scandalous? Um, she was masturbating with it. Yeah. Two Italian men somewhere in their 70s were sitting in the same place they had the day before doing the exact same thing. Oh. You're kind, the, of, you're kind of on an Italian kick recently. I th- I, not intentionally, but yeah. yes. Um, I think these two Italian men are going to be the love interest. Both. In their 70s. <laughs> with a bottle of wine on the table and a chess game sitting between them, they took painstaking time calculating each move while together they solved the world's problems. The lower the volume of fluid the bottle held, the more convinced they became that they had all the answers to the troubles of today. Hey, that's, that's what half drunkenness empty. does. <laughs> <laughs> Trina kept her head ducked into an e-reader, pretending to have lost herself in a story. Wait, what was the half empty thing about? Oh, that uh, the lower the volume. Th- oh, oh, that's, that's the name of the book is half empty, oh, and thank it's also you. the bo- their wine bottle. Thank you. Trina kept her head ducked into an e-reader, ducked? just like me. Like- Oh, ducked. <laughs> Pretending like to I have ducked. lost herself D-Z-T. in a story. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. She duct taped herself her to her e-reader. <laughs> I was like, what? Which actually mean? was very successful in fending off unwanted romantic advances. <laughs> I'm not going to go up to that woman with, the, with a uh, Kindle tape to her face. Mm-mm. Bella, you're here again. Uh, Bella, you're here again. Luciano, the I'm not going to do Italian accents. Luciano, the owner of the small restaurant, spoke to her in English. His accent was pure Italian. Oh. Because he is Italian. That is a dumbass sentence. Come on. I, the, because he was Italian part, I said. But the rest No, was I know. Yeah. But still, like, why? I haven't perfected your language, she responded in Italian. She's that woman you met at the party. Oh, God. It sounds good to me, he said. A group of giggling teenage girls sat huddled around an adjacent table making not-so-shy advances toward Luciano's son, who waited tables. He had a Justin Bieber vibe about him, but even though he was a tad bit, old, even though he was a tad bit older than the Beeb. But age didn't stop no. this. No, <laughs> come on. Wait, Matthew. Also, how old is the Beeb these days? He's probably like, like 25, right? Oh, no, I think he's got to be... W- older than that? Oh, yeah. Like 28? Uh, I think probably 20, 27. Because he, he was 16 recently. <laughs> well, but but your life is, you know. Life moves pretty fast. Um, okay, keep going and I'm okay. going to give us the age here. But age didn't stop this group of backpacking teens from flirting, giggling, and sending poor Marco handwritten notes. Good sport that he was. Marco smiled, winked, and flirted, which probably earned him plenty of phone numbers. Yeah, the poor Marco. I feel bad for this guy. He's 24. Bieber? Yep. How old is Marco? Marco, that means Marco's 27. Yep. Shameless, Luciano said under his breath in Italian. They're just having fun. He's practically engaged. Trina took a second look. Those girls are too young for him anyway. He's just making sure they have something to grin about tonight when they give each other... Whoa. (laughs) rubs. Trina struggled struggled with the word for facials in Italian before Uh finally giving up. Oh, that's one word. Doing (laughs) each other. One way to call it. Mm -hmm. I think think uh, it's uh, facciale. Yeah, or or four ropers. uh, Do you know what ropers are? I just learned this Um, from friend of the show, Laura. (laughs) I'm sure I don't want to know, and I'm sure you're going to tell me. It's kind of like a pearl necklace, I suppose, but I mean, it's like a, a roper, so like, oh... Yeah, it was a good night. He had a, it was a four roper. So, but like, maybe it isn't a good thing. She told me it wasn't actually a good thing. So, wait, does that just mean like he got off four times, or like I think it just or means just like, like jizz, jizz everywhere, jizz in four beats? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, how did this come up? 
Um, she was talking about I'm how having she- a hard time understanding like the the significance of this expression. Like, when would you use this, and she, is it good or bad? She got uh, she had to do four classes in a row, which is a little bit hard. So she said, "Yeah, this week sucks. It's a four roper." And I was like, "I don't know what that means." <laughs> All right, I <laughs> now like I it. do. Thanks, Laura. Uh, Luciano, hair slightly gray around the parts that hadn't paled altogether. Placed in... <laughs> what? Um, okay. I think... Uh, what? I, I, I guess, like, uh, his, his bush is gray. Okay. <laughs> Placed a hand on his head before smiling into his thoughts. No. 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 Placed a hand on his head no. before smiling, smiling into, into his, his thoughts. thoughts. What kind of fucking weirdness is that? It's literature. It's what it is. I Italian suppose. literature. Is this the, the number two best in Italian probably literature? This the number because two bestseller in Italian literature. Possessive Italian neighbor was number one, as you pointed out last time. Trina looked between father and son. I would bet money you were and exactly like your... <laughs> that's that's going to be... If this is a Christian romance, and the uh, the participants in the romance are her and the Holy Ghost. The, yes, save room for the Holy Ghost. It's a three-roper. <laughs> That's that's what, Trinity that's what the Trinity means. <laughs> Trinity the, the, the Trinity is a real three roper. Um, I, I would bet money you were exactly like your son when you were his age. Luciano's mirth turned to a light shade of wicked, and Trina knew she was right. Wow, mm. a lot of mm-hmm. figures of speech. Mm-hmm. See, Luciano didn't try to deny her claim. The boy takes after his father. If he's half the cook you are, he will make the future misses very happy. Luciano's smile waned. Adriana is perfect for my Marco. They both held silent as Marco smiled and walked by. So why the frown? Trina knew the word frown wasn't right, but it was the closest one she knew in Italian to voice the look of stress on Luciano's face. Trina's lack of the right word didn't stop her meaning from getting through. She made a mental note to look up the word distressed when she was back at her hotel. Oh, she's such oh, a lifelong learner. I can't wait for the, the scene uh, mm-hmm. in the next chapter when she's back at her hotel looking up words for 17 pages. You know, you say that as a joke, but actually you would totally get off on that. Oh, that yeah, like... <laughs> you love language learning so <laughs> much. <right>. Hey, <laughs> hey, baby, I'm alone in my hotel room. Just me and a fat dictionary. <laughs> me and an Anki deck. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got I your got Rosetta Stone right here, baby. A stack of reviews so thick, <laughs> it'll, it could satisfy anyone. Stop it. Um, <clears throat> she has more than we do. It worries my Marco. Trina felt her head hurt. Money isn't everything. No one knew that, knew that more than she did. He loves her, would do anything for her. Then what's stopping uh, uh, him? Okay, if you're good at not doing an Italian accent, don't do an Italian <laughs> accent. <laughs> okay, I'm committing to the Italian accent from here on okay, out for good. the next 11 minutes of the show. Luciano turned his attention away from where his son had disappeared into the back of the cafe. He wants to give her the world. I told him he could be he could be her world if he just asked for her hand. Trina liked that. He is young and thinks fortune is easily gained. Trina squeezed her eyes shut. The youth of today. Luciano so said the Eastern w- European. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Luciano said the words as if Trina and he shared a similar birth decade. Birth <laughs> is, decade? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is, uh, <laughs> is, is 11 minutes up yet? Can I yeah, stop it's it? up. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were a good 20 years off. But enough about my family. Where is yours? Trina blinked her eyes open. My parents live in California. Luciano's smile fell completely. Completely off his face. <laughs> <laughs> his, his gaze moved to the ah, ring on her left gaze. hand. Mmm. Wait, where did his gaze go? To the ring on her left hand. Oh, yes. They, they, they can't help but go for oh, a little shiny thing. The answer to his unasked question fell from her lips. A lot of things are falling, falling off of people's faces. Falling, sliding. I'm widowed. Oh, 
Did he smile into his thoughts when he said that? Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. His face went white, quite the feat for a man with an Italian complexion. Uh, okay. <sighs> he, he pulled up a chair beside her and sat. I'm so sorry. That he seems said highly in inappropriate, yeah. by the way. <laughs> he put his arm around her. And, uh, no, no. The, all the... Mentioning that his face went so oh, white, oh, of course. how hard that is. It just... He wasn't convinced. She tried to smile. It's okay. He wasn't convinced. I am. It's been nearly a year. She knew how lame that sounded the second it left her lips. Okay, so this is an old guy? Are we thinking in his 60s or 70s? Yeah. And he's... Well, or, or like... No, because his son is 20. So, like, I think... I think she and the son are both in their 20s, maybe, and he's in his 40s. So is he making moves on her? The dad? Mm, I think he's being, like... Dadly. Avuncular. That's a good word. Thanks. And that means what? Dadly? Un- uncle-y. Avuncular? Mm-hmm. Means uncle Yeah. Oh, we should just say uncle how, how do we get the how do we get the av how, how in front the of there? How do we get the of? Because because uncles always bring the vunk. The that's fair. Yeah. What's that? What's the song? The uh, uncles Bruno already, Mars song. Oh, uncles always bring the funk. <laughs> uncles always bring the funk. Yeah. Up uptown uptown funk. Unktown funk. Unktown funk. Unktown funk. There we go. We got there. Less than a year from I do to goodbye, she thought, but didn't say. Oh, thank God you didn't say that. The complicate. Well, she didn't know how to say it in Italian. She has to look it up Fuck. later. The complication of her short marriage wasn't something she wanted to discuss. The world didn't need to know the truth, and she didn't feel the need to spread gossip. Oh, so gossip. She's, she's a widowy. She's that- a she's a widow. Oh, she's a widow. Yes, not widowy. Who's that? What's that? <laughs> That's nothing. But widower. <laughs> widower. It would be if she died. And he, her husband would be the widower. Okay, but wait, is the young girl a widow? Yes. At 20? Yes. So she was married when she was 14. Okay, so it was less than a year from I do to goodbye. So okay. her husband died less than a year after they got married, and it did not say she was 20, I don't think. Okay. <laughs> but other than that, you're correct. Okay. <laughs> I'm at a lack for words in English or Italian, Luciano oh, said. shut up. A thing people would definitely say. Marco walked by in that moment and glanced at the two of them. Trina watched him walk away and sighed. We can only plan for the moment. Tomorrow isn't promised. (laughs) You're old enough to know that. Oh my God, the cliches in this book. He placed a hand over hers. You're too young to say that with such conviction. Oh wait, she's saying that. Trina smiled. Then I'm ahead of the game, right? Luciano tapped his chest and dipped his chin (laughs) in some some ranch dressing. Boom. What the fuck is Tap- that? <laughs> I think is this uh, the part of the Bruno like- Mars song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the choreography that goes for, with for this. It's for the Avunktown Vunk. Avunktown uh, Vunk. Vunk. Um, it, se- it seems like he's doing like baseball signals. What the? F- what? I don't. We're both doing it right now. And you listeners, <laughs> if you're not driving, get, should do this too. She's about to get hit by a fast. Okay, so I'm sorry. Sometimes my mind drifts when we're doing these books. I don't see why. They both have lost their spouses. I think just her. Okay. But I'm not sure. I mean, I don't think Luciano has said anything about Mrs. Luciano, but I'm not positive. Okay, so it's a, this is a f- like about a 40-ish man and a 20-ish woman who is a widow, and they're sitting on a park bench, and they are just met each other, and they're mm, s- sharing no. cliches. They haven't just met each other. She is a regular at, at their cafe or bakery or some shit. Oh, okay. So and, and I think Marco, the son, is going to be the love interest. 
Thank you. Okay. I think. Although I, I thought this was on a park bench at a park. I wasn't really paying attention either, so <laughs> it's possible. Luciano tapped his chest and dipped his chin. Stop it. <laughs> and disappeared. <laughs> a few minutes later, he left her side. Trina tossed enough euros on the table to pay for her drink and walked away. Well, that answers okay. that. Okay. Just the thought of her real life, the one she lived when she was pretending to be someone she wasn't. What? To keep reading. Made her want to flee. She'd be back to see Luciano again. She knew that as she left the cafe. But for now, she needed to search out the busy, touristy, crowded streets where she could disappear. Half a dozen switchbacks of tiny alleys framed by bridges and buildings that looked exactly like the others, yet unique in their own way. Nope, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I was going to read it again, but I nope, can't. Nope. Trina found herself in St. Mark's Square. Mm-hmm. The sun was starting to set, and the massive plaza had... I, I think I, she means piazza. She does mean piazza, and I've been there, and I got shit on by a bird, which cool. is a common occurrence there. But it's good luck. I got shit on by a doge. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, Becky, Becky's reaction to that joke was like, I've, I've never been like looked down on. <laughs> from a, from a more, beneath position. Yeah, I'm, like, more sort haughtily. Of, Doge is, is, is not <laughs> Italian for dove. It, isn't it a church part? It's It was the like the uh, medieval r- rulers of Venice. Oh, D-O-G-E? Or not necessarily medieval. I don't know. D O G E, yes. Doge. But I was making, I was, it was like uh, dog. No, I, nope, got it. Okay. Now I got it. Let me explain the joke a little more. I got dirge and doge. With the and city destined, destined to sink into the ocean sometime in the next hundred years, the Venetians were used to the sight. While tourists tossed off their shoes and made light of the water rising from the drains normally used to rid the square of seawater. Did you say tossed off their shoes? Do not put your feet in that water. <laughs> also, they never found their shoes. No, right? But for today, the city wasn't sinking. It was simply enduring another day of lovers strolling the city and small vignettes of six-piece orchestras playing everything from classic music to a um, uncular bunk while tourists <laughs> drank their wine. Can I say something controversial right Please. now? Please. Venice sucks? I did not like Venice. I've heard this before. From not, me? Not just from you. No, that, that Venice was not a lot of fun. I really didn't like Venice. Well, and actually, it, it, you know, the thing I've heard most often is that the food was terrible. Here are the three things. I, I did have a great meal, so I can't say all the food was terrible, okay. but most of the food was terrible. It smelled like sewage. Okay, for a good, goodly part of it, mm-hmm. and it didn't. Um, it my uh, fear of small spaces. Claustrophobia. Very, very claustrophobic. Interesting. Extremely claustrophobic. Very, very tight, uh, narrow alleyways, and too many people. I would, I would like to check it out. I've never been to Italy at all. And, uh, it didn't I seem should... like Italy. Like I, I went, I traveled all over Italy, and Italy is amazing and wonderful. And Venice seemed like some sort of strange amusement park of a version of itself. Did you go into a cafe and have a forty-seven-year-old guy give mm-hmm. you some wisdom? No, that made it might be my problem. Mm-hmm. Trina paused in the moment. She slipped off her sandals and walked through the ankle-deep water nope, in the center of the square. That's not a good idea. And then there's, there's bird shit literally everywhere. She is going to be treating this foot fungus for <laughs> bird, the rest yes. of her life. They rub it with, with uh, uh, doge poop. <laughs> right. Heard. All right. Uh, <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> a str- uh, one, more, one more sentence. 
a stranger in a wedding dress held the train of her gown and smiled into a camera. Would you go in your wedding no. dress into a, se- a, a cesspool? Sep- ses- septic cesspool. Yes. There's so much septic backups and overflows in Venice. Yes. Because of their- like, oh. that's... I mean, I guess, like, you know, let's see let's see the dress. I mean, no. yeah, okay, it's got, like, 12 inches of poop water stain at the bottom <laughs> that's never going to come out, but that's just a great story, right? All right, um, so that was half empty. Oh, which also describes the empty. St. Mark's Square. <laughs> I feel half empty. Is it half full of poop water or half empty? Uh, it depends on your mood, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what is our book for next time? Our book for next time is Gentleman Player. Number one new release in Australian and Oce- Oceanian literature. Oceanian? Ocean, it's Ocean I-A-N. Mm-hmm. How do you say that? Well, Oceania. So it's Oceanian. Oceanian. Or is it Oceanian? No, I, I think you're adding an, another N in there. It's not Oceanian? No, there's no... It's, oh, it's Oceanian? Oceanian. It's uh, Ocean with I-A-N. Okay, so the place is Oceania. And that's not what that word is. So it's not O-C-E-A-N-I-A? It is. So o- that's Oceania. O- so C-E is she? Well, it might be C. It's Oceania. either Oceania. There okay. we go. That I'd believe. Oceanian. Right. Oceanian literature. What is right. Oceania? Uh, Oceania is Australia, New Zealand, and the other islands in that part of the world. Oceania. That, so Oceanian literature. Not an easy word to say, listeners. I'm not sure if it actually comprises Australia or not. Anyway. Mm. Anyway, Gentleman Player uh, by Donna Alam. We've had a Donna Alam, Alam before. I don't remember what it was. A-L-A-M. But we have? This is, this is definitely a repeat appearance by Donna Alam. Hopefully it's not a repeat book. <laughs> no. You know what? Uh, Hard. That was the name of the book by Donna Alam. How do I do you not remember know. this? I don't know. This is what has replaced anything useful in my brain. What? And also in my Amazon search history. Okay, hold on. Soldier Boy, Easy, In Like Flynn, I'm reading her books, One Hot Scott, Playing His Games, and Hard. Wow. Wow. All right, you can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com, where you can go back and listen to Hard by Donna Alam from a previous episode. Ooh, I want to read One Dirty Scott and then Hot Scott Christmas. Oh, can we please, does Hot Scott Christmas qualify yes, for the show? absolutely. Okay, please put that on the to-do soon list. Will do. I want this bad. Okay, you got it. Um, and also on Facebook at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, uh, which stands for look inside this... Uh, Ooh, blasted canal. This uh, yeah. bilious canal. Ooh, that's gross. I like it. <laughs> okay. Um, see you next time. See you next time. How's my sight line? <laughs> I don't know. I can see it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>